Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Why is it that the NFL seems unwilling to hire many black coaches? We'll take a deep dive with Dave Shinen of the Washington Post. Tough week on Wall Street. Dow finishing down today 486 points, under 30,000. NASDAQ dropping 199. The S&P fell 65 points. It's 5 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Wendy Gillette. An American official says the U.S. warned Russia in multiple ways about using nuclear weapons. The warnings have been public, as on last Sunday, 60 Minutes. Don't. As well as private, with a U.S. official confirming that private diplomatic warnings have been sent to Moscow, urging against the use of nuclear weapons. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. We are not seeing any reason to adjust our our own posture, uh, but we take this threat very seriously. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, the White House. Moscow is holding referendums in the territory it controls in Ukraine, seeking to make them part of Russia. Kyiv says they're sham elections. Hurricane Fiona is barreling towards eastern Canada. Nova Scotia Minister John Lohr. We're expecting a very, very severe storm, very high uh, rainfall, very high winds and uh, storm surge as well. The system first hit parts of the Caribbean, including Bermuda. Correspondent Michael George. At the height of the storm, wind gusts reached as high as 103 miles per hour. But officials with Bermuda's weather service said the island appeared to have escaped the worst. Officials in Colorado are investigating an incident involving a train crashing into a police car while a suspect was in the back seat. CBS's Steve Futterman reports. The incident north of Denver occurred a week ago. A 20-year-old woman was detained for alleged road rage. She was placed in the back seat of a patrol car. The car was parked on railroad tracks. Soon after, the car was struck. The woman was seriously injured but is expected to survive. The officer who parked the car on the tracks has been placed on leave. Steve Futterman, CBS News. The 46th president spoke in Washington about the number of days remaining before the midterm elections. 46 days to the midterms. We need to be crystal clear about what we're, what's on the ballot because there's a heck of a lot at stake that's on the ballot. The Boston Celtics held a news conference after announcing the suspension of head coach Ime Yudoka for the season because of an intimate relationship with a female staff member, CEO Wick Grasbeck. We have strong values at the Celtics and we are doing our very best to uphold them here. It was a miserable day for the market. CBS News business reporter Jason Brooks. Heavy selling continued in the stock market on concerns of a hard recession resulting from the Fed's big rate hikes and its fight against inflation. The Dow plunged to its lowest level of 2022. The Dow ended the day down 486 points. This is CBS News. When you think of hiring, think of Indeed. Their end-to-end hiring system helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. It's 5.03 here on WTOP on this Friday afternoon of September 23rd, 2022. Chantilly with 69 degrees dropping to the 40s. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. And I'm Hillary Howard. 
top story is campaign 2022. A judge has issued a ruling today that could speed up when people know who the voters in Maryland will choose this November. A judge in Montgomery County has approved a request from the Maryland Board of Elections that will allow mail-in ballots be counted as they come in instead of after Election Day. The board made the request anticipating 1 million to 1.3 million mail-in ballots in the November election. Judge James Bonifant said mandatory deadlines will be missed if he didn't take this action. The ruling only applies to this upcoming election, and even though the mail-in ballots can be counted early, the results of those ballots will not be publicized until Election Day can begin on October 1st. In Rockville, Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. There is reaction this afternoon from local election boards as we hear from WTOP's Kate Ryan. Without allowing mail-in ballots to be counted as they're received, election results in Maryland can stretch for weeks, as they did in Montgomery County in the July 19th primary. Gilberto Zelaya with the Montgomery County Board of Elections says mail-in ballots have become increasingly popular in the state. Right now, the mail-in ballot request sits at about 116,000. Zelaya says the key to getting those timely election results is having voters return their mail-in ballots quickly. The decision by a Montgomery County Circuit Court judge applies to this election alone. It does not make a permanent change to Maryland state law. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Meanwhile, Virginia voters started casting ballots in the November midterms. I just got up a little extra early and decided that I want to come down here. Here to the Fairfax County Government Center. Frank Anderson was first in line for the start of early in-person voting today. The Government Center is a big wide open space and you know, it's, it's just very accessible to come here and come on in and vote. Virginia voters get a long time to cast a ballot with early voting starting 45 days before the election. Early voting won't start for another month still in D.C. and Maryland. It's something that I don't take for granted. I think that it's a right that if you have it, you should use it. In Fairfax County, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Updating you now on a story we've been following for the last few weeks. D.C.'s Humane Rescue Alliance now says a fifth missing puppy has been reunited with his mom. You might recall that the dog and her seven pups, which were three and a half weeks old, were abducted from a foster home in August. The mother was later found abandoned and tied to a pole. Since then, the shelter has issued a reward for information leading to the puppy's safe return. Now there are only a couple of puppies from that litter still missing. The shelter is offering $7,500 in terms of a reward for information leading to their location or safe return. And you can see pictures at WTOP.com. In other news, protesters disrupted a public hearing on Johns Hopkins University's proposed police force last night, and it forced officials to move the event to an online-only format. Students who took over the stage were protesting the creation of a private armed police force. Now, the meeting was intended for the community to give feedback on a draft memo of understanding between the university and Baltimore police. That document details how the university would create a police force to patrol its campuses. Critics have questioned how the force will be held accountable. After traffic and weather, black coaches in the NFL have had a much harder time getting hired and then keeping their jobs. They're fired much more quickly. We'll hear from an investigation and about an investigation that the Washington Post has done. Stay with us at 5.07. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbocyclop. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for postmenopausal women or for men with HR positive HER2 negative NBC. 
as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrands and visit Ibrands.com. Ibrands may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrands may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrands, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Beautiful homes start from the floors up at FloorMax. Since 1985, FloorMax is D.C.'s largest independent family-owned flooring company. FloorMax has an incredible selection of in-stock hardwood, tile, and vinyl kid-proof, pet-proof, stain-proof floors, plus carpets galore. All in-stock floors are on sale now and available for immediate installation. Act now and save. Visit FloorMaxFloors.com or one of our five convenient showrooms. FloorMaxFloors.com. See stores for selection and details. 508. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, Dave Dildine in the traffic center. On the region's busiest, biggest bridge, a new crash, and with heavy and slow Friday traffic getting slower on the Beltway on the Wilson Bridge. The damage is on the inner loop in the through lanes, two rear-ended, a debris field, and only one right through lane getting by closer to the Virginia side. Local lanes are open. Outer loop volume delays will worsen for rubbernecking reasons. It is very slow on many other portions of the Beltway. Caller finding a new crash out of Montgomery County on the inner loop beyond New Hampshire Avenue, crowding the left side, but watch your mirrors for a fire rescue response. 95 northbound after 200. The car fire clear, but it's heavy beyond that point getting out of Laurel and through Howard County. Volume delays in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Crash delays on 100 eastbound east of the Parkway are easing a bit with the crash itself clear. But a lot of heavy and slow Friday traffic around the region, like on 50 eastbound out of Annapolis to get across the Severn River and to get up to the Bay Bridge spans where two-way traffic remains in effect. Westbound also slow off Kent Island, backed up to near Cox Creek. 270 has not been a big deal today. Normal northbound congestion beyond Clarksburg. River Road outbound slow toward Wilson Lane, the right lane blocked. Inbound Kenilworth Avenue above Route 50. The crash has been cleared out of the way. Delays easing off the southbound end of the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. D.C. 295 northbound after Pennsylvania Avenue crash on the shoulder. 395 freeway traffic very slow through southwest and into Virginia southbound beyond the Pentagon towards Sherlington. An update from WTOP's Christy King. She tells us in Bailey's Crossroads, Route 7 is now open between George Mason Drive and Carlin Springs Road near South Jefferson Street. Route 7, police are in the process of reopening it following their investigation. I-66, westbound, jammed into Manassas. The crash before business, 234, on the right side. Eastbound, new one reported after 123, Oakton. Let Genesis, Kerasoft, and all of their reseller partners support your agency's year-end IT needs with Kerasoft's federally focused 24-7 assistance. Learn more at countonkerasoft.com. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Amelia Draper, it is fall. A beautiful autumn day with breezy winds, clear skies, and temperatures on the cool side. Temperatures will stay in the 60s for most of the evening hours, but overnight will fall into the 40s. So a cold start tomorrow morning. The winds diminish just after sunset, sunset at about 7 o'clock. After a cold start tomorrow morning, a beautiful midday and afternoon with highs in the upper 60s to mid-70s.
plenty of sun and light winds. More clouds on Sunday and warmer with highs near 80 and some scattered showers. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Amelia Draper. Right now at Fort Belvoir, 69, Foggy Bottom, 69, and Silver Spring, 69 degrees with this great sunshine that we're enjoying. It's brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 511. If you care about equity in sports, you'll want to be on the lookout for a new Washington Post series. It's called Blackout, How the NFL Blocks Black Coaches. 20 years after the Rooney Rule, which was supposed to increase the hiring of black coaches in the NFL, they are still being denied top jobs. This in a league where 70% of the players are black. The investigation reports there are numerous paths for white coaches to get to the top spot, not so for black coaches. The Post interviewed several African-American men who have served as head coaches in the league, including Jim Caldwell of the Colts and Lions. Before he became head coach, he remembers when a colleague confronted him about his career dreams. You know, stomped into my office and came over and says, what are you working on? Well, I'm taking notes on a day. He said, for what? I said, well, I said, I'm going to be a head football coach one day. And he looked at me and says, that'll never happen in my lifetime or yours. Well, Washington Post sports writer Dave Shinen, who helped work on the series, joined WTOP a bit earlier to break this down. It would be hard to distill the whole thing down, but I think one statistic says it all. There were three black head coaches in the NFL in 2003, which is the first year of the Rooney Rule, which was the NFL's first attempt to sort of, you know, solve a, an intractable problem. There were three head coaches then, and this year there's still three. So there has been essentially zero progress made in this area in 20 years, despite the NFL's clear efforts to try to do something about it. Brian Flores has sued the NFL in three teams. Uh, do his efforts represent the best chance of making some change? Well, we think it, it, they do because, you know, nothing comes easy. The NFL is going to have to be forced into something. It was the same way in 2003. In fact, with the Rooney Rule, that grew out of the threat of legislation from Johnny Cochran Jr. and another lawyer. They had put up a, done a study of NFL coaching moves that showed the systemic bias, and they threatened a lawsuit, and that's what got the NFL to institute the Rooney Rule, which in the early years actually did do some good, and it prompted some owners to look at black candidates and hire some of them. It's going to take maybe the same sort of external pressure to cause change this time. We can all speculate as to why this may be happening, but we could be wrong. Why do you think this keeps happening? Well, you know, I think the NFL honestly has good intentions here and would like to make some change. Yeah, I think the Roger Goodell, the commissioner, would like his legacy when he's done to be that he solved the problem of black coaching representation in the NFL. I think the problem, though, is that he cannot control the hires. There are 32 owners, a vast majority of them white men, and they tend to hire people who look like them. We've heard that over and over from coaches, white and black, executives, players through the league that is the root of the problem and i don't even know how you honestly solve that when every individual owner has their own ultimate say in their hires washington post sports writer dave shinen talking commanders with frank hanrahan next it's 5 14 if you're working in the washington dc metropolitan area as a pipe fitter pipe welder or hvac service technician and you're interested in a better life a better means to provide for yourself and your family a way to make sure that you're earning the highest wages and the best benefits in our industry. Benefits that will provide you and your family with full medical coverage, not just when you're working, but when you're retired as well. Benefits that will provide you 
a monthly retirement income from your pension and a lump sum retirement savings too. Benefits that will set you up for life, all without having $1 deducted from your pay. If you're interested in these things, then Steamfitters UA Local 602 is the best option for you. So please visit our website at steamfitters-602.org. That's steamfitters-602.org. And let's talk about what we can do to help change your life. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Let's check in with Frank Hanrahan. How about the Commanders, a six-and-a-half-point underdog at home? I know it's Philadelphia. They're pretty good, 2-0. They've gotten off to a good start with Jalen Hurts, a quarterback. But still, to be that big of an underdog at home, maybe they are taking into consideration that there's going to be a lot of Eagles fans out there Sunday at 1 o'clock at FedEx Field. College football tonight, Virginia visits Syracuse. Speaking of dogs, Wahoos, a 10-point underdog tonight at undefeated Syracuse. Some baseball, Nats visit the Marlins. First pitch, 640. Josiah Gray gets the ball for the Nats. O's get a visit from Houston. And it's the final ever match for Roger Federer. He's actually matched up with his greatest rival, in his partner in Rafael Nadal playing a little doubles over at the Labor Cup and he's playing against Jack Sock and local product Francis Tiafo. They're just underway in doubles. I'm Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. Thank you, Frank. Now to the top stories we're following on WTOP. Remember how it took several days to count all the main mail-in ballots after Maryland's primary election? That won't be repeated in November. A judge ruling election boards can start counting mail-in ballots in October, though no results will be posted online until all polls are closed for good election day. Now still developing here in Fairfax County, police want you to avoid the Bailey's Crossroads area, but they no longer believe anyone shot a high-powered rifle from a high-rise apartment there. Instead, police saying that some damage they found among vehicles along South Jefferson Street was the result of a handgun. We'll stay on top of this story throughout the rest of the afternoon and, of course, well into the evening. Keep it here on WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. Anybody who's at high risk of getting monkeypox is now eligible for a vaccination in Montgomery County. Now, that includes people of any gender or sexual orientation with multiple partners. County health leaders say priority will be given to those considering or considered at higher risk, including gay, bisexual, and other men who have sex with men, as well as people with weak immune systems. Schedule a vaccination at the county's monkeypox website. As of this afternoon, there were 74 confirmed cases in Montgomery County, and we'll quickly add more information is available at WTOP.com. Coming up in Money News. We wrap up trading on Wall Street with sharp declines across the board. I'm Steve Dresner. 518. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Dave Dildine in the traffic center. WTOP's Christy King and now Fairfax County Police confirm that Route 7 is reopened to traffic between George Mason Drive and Carlin Springs Road, where the investigation is focused around South Jefferson Street. More access now as they lift the barricades one by one. On I-66, the latest crash eastbound between 123 and Nutley Street reported along the left side. Westbound, heavy and slow out to Manassas, but the crash is 
near exit 47 is being cleared off the right side of the highway. Express lanes do get by with a minimal impact. I-95 northbound before Route 3 Fredericksburg. New crash on the left side. We had one there earlier this afternoon. Southbound long Friday volume delays. And around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, there is a lot of slow Friday traffic to work through. But slowest for now, out of Oxon Hill toward the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. If you haven't committed to the through lanes, go with the local lanes in the through lanes on the Wilson Bridge. The damage, the debris field, and only one lane to the far right getting by on the interloop. On the outer loop, rubbernecking delays combining with volume delays. It'll take time to get out of Alexandria, but your lanes are open. Traffic is backed up on 295 South. DC 295 North, plenty heavy and slow from the 11th Street Bridge into Northeast DC. In Maryland on the Interloop, beyond New Hampshire Avenue, the crash along the left side. 95 northbound, very slow traffic into Howard County. It's slow southbound getting out of Baltimore through Elkridge toward Columbia as well. Baltimore-Washington Parkway, lots of slow Friday traffic between Jessup and Greenbelt at the south end of the parkway. Delays have eased. The crash on Kenilworth Avenue at 50 is clear at the Bay Bridge. It is uh, slow to get there eastbound out of Annapolis across the Severin. Minor delays getting across the Bay Bridge itself with two-way traffic in effect. Westbound traffic heavy under Route 8, limited to two lanes on the westbound span westbound. Experience all the YMCA has to offer at their free open house this Saturday and pay a $0 enrollment fee when you join in September. Visit YMCADC.org to learn more. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Hey, Amelia, I was just checking out the dew points and in Chevy Chase, it's 39 degrees, <laughs> indicative of how dry it is and why it feels kind of cool. Yeah, exactly, Hillary. And when we look at dew point temperatures, we not only uh, determine how humid it is, but also potentially how cold it could get tonight because that means if you have light winds and clear skies in place, all else remains equal, there's the potential that the temperature actually falls to that dew point temperature. Now, we're not going to get that cold tonight, 39, but we are going to see temperatures in the 40s. And yeah, the most rural locations in far western Maryland, the panhandle of West Virginia, could see some upper 30s. But most of us starting off tomorrow morning in the 40s with highs, though, in the upper 60s to mid 70s for the second half of the day. A beautiful Saturday overall after a cold start. On Sunday, we warm to near 80 degrees with some scattered showers and thunderstorms around later in the day. Not a washout by any means, but you do want to be prepared for the chance of some rain with more clouds out there otherwise. Now, temperatures right now in the 60s, and we'll stay in the 60s for most of the evening hours as the winds subside around sunset, which now is just a few minutes after 7 o'clock. Currently across the region, 69 outside of our studios here in northwest Washington. Lanham coming in at 68 and 68 in Percival. And we're brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Breaking news on WTOP. Well, we have an update on that shooting at Bailey's Crossroads from Fairfax County Police. The shelter-in-place order has been lifted. Not only that, there's some information that was shared earlier that has since been walked back. It now looks as if it was not a high-powered rifle that was used from a high-rise building, rather a handgun that was used at ground level. But once again, the shelter-in-place is over. We will continue bringing details throughout the evening. Stay close to W. TOP for this story, too. Police say they have their man wanted in connection with a Metro arson. I'm John Aaron. 522. This week on the D.C. Sports Huddle from WTOP. 
The Burgundy and Gold Open Division play with a huge matchup Sunday. Is the defense up for the challenge? And can it fix what ails it before it's too late? We break down how they can beat Philly, and we also play a game of what if. Amid reports, the quarterback position could have looked very different. Wentz or Jimmy G? You're not ready for game day until you hear this. Find the podcast, video show, and newsletter at WTOP.com. D.C. Sports Huddle listeners, want to put your pro football picking skills to the test? Visit MGM National Harbor to play Beat the Book at any of our BetMGM kiosks. Get more picks correct than our book, and you could win a share of $15,000 in free play. Each week, visit between Tuesdays and Sundays at 11 a.m. to participate in this free-to-play game. And if you're searching for a great game-watching destination, check out Tap Sports Bar for music, food, and drink specials every Sunday. Happy 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or 1-800-GAMBLER. Whether you're migrating to the cloud, from the cloud, or between clouds, protecting your data and ensuring business continuity are critical priorities. Veritas can help you build a unified multi-cloud strategy with resiliency at its core to help ensure strategic and mission-critical decisions. Our enterprise data services platform is designed to give government agencies the confidence and control to transform, protect, and optimize your multi-cloud. Visit veritas.com forward slash government for more information. This is WTOP News. It is 524. There's an arrest and an arson case on the Orange Line that really messed up the, the situation for morning commuters earlier this month. 35-year-old Ryan Jones is accused of setting a fire on board a train, in turn causing the Eastern Market Station to be temporarily shut down. Metro says Jones left an apartment in Hyattsville Wednesday and boarded a Metro bus. He was arrested with the help of a U.S. Marshals Task Force while the bus was stopped near the Capitol Heights Station. Also, the train operator involved in the September 9th incident is being honored for quickly evacuating the train and putting out the fire. Metro Board Chair Paul Smedberg says of Fonda Moore... Multiple Commenters called on her, called her a hero, which she is. John Aaron, WTOP News. You can't ride to these stations quite yet, but they're changing all the metro maps in the system to reflect the Silver Line extension. Anticipation of opening those six new Silver Line stations pretty soon. See the new map at WTOP.com. Money news at 25 and 55 after the hour. Steve Dresner, this was an awful week on Wall Street. It certainly was, Hillary. Tough trend, so to speak. The Dow finished down 486 for the week, lost 4% of its value. The S&P 500 didn't fare much better. It was off 64 and for the week finished 4.6%. Its lowest mark since June 17th in the NASDAQ was off 198. The 16-week fourth quarter numbers came in for Costco today. Kind of a good news, bad news situation. The positive news, net sales for the wholesaler increased to just over 15% to $70 billion, which is up from $61 billion. Net sales for the fiscal year jumped 16% to $222 billion. Now, Costco says despite higher freight and labor costs, they won't be raising membership prices. Now, more importantly, they won't be raising the price of their infamous hot dog soda combo. That price will remain at $1.50. At the closing bell today, shares of Costco finished down 20 to 466, losing just over 4%.
Steve Dresner, WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Marlowe Furniture. It's Friday through Sunday. It's Marlowe Furniture's 72-hour power sale. Save 50% off all furniture plus six. Celebrate this holiday season by sending money to your loved ones with Western Union. As a new customer, you can enjoy a $0 transfer fee when you send money online. For fast and reliable money transfers, use Western Union. Visit westernunion.com or download our app today to get started and your first transfer fee is on us. Services offered by Western Union Financial Services, Inc., NMLS 906983 or Western Union International Services, LLC, NMLS 906985. FX Gain Supply.